G'day humans, what's a good word? Chris Fundy here with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. Talking outside the ring, something very close to Alex's heart that I chose from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Alex, you're more adhered to this uh, world. Are you excited? I'm very pumped up about this. Um, yeah, I was really blown away that you chose this, to be honest. Yeah, I, I watched the first episode last week, like a, a lot of people of uh, the TV show Loki. And yeah, it's something that uh, really drew me in. Man, I, I love I love the character Loki. I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, uh, what's your knowledge of the MCU? Very, very basic. <laughs> I've watched... Let's see. Oh, Christ. MCU. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's try to figure out which ones you've watched. Because there's like 20-something of them. So. Alex, have you watched everything then? Yes. Yes, I have. Including all the TV shows. Oh, so uh, this is the third TV show recently? Was the first one? Was... Um... Uh, WandaVision, and WandaVision. Then, there, then there was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which might have been my favourite. Ooh. Actually, yeah. My, my favourite uh, character is Steve Rogers, Captain America. So uh, I just love the dynamic of him uh, being a guy that's from the 40s and has been transported into the modern era and is trying to figure out how to do things. Um, So the Falcon and Winter Soldier storyline, sort of continuing on the legacy of Captain America, was really fun for me. Yeah, all I know about Captain America is, wow, that's America's ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, or um, the infamous post-wrestling bit where... (laughs) Where John Pollock's like, and uh, talking about Infinity War, um, where's uh, Captain America in this movie? <laughs> and Waiting's like, uh, Steve Rogers. And, they, and John's <laughs> like, what? I thought they were two different people. <laughs> and to be fair to John, they never at any point refer to Steve Rogers as Captain America in that movie. But, yeah, I get his point, but very funny. Um, so I saw all of Phase 1 now. Oh, good. Um, Once you get it. through the first phase, it's easy to get through everything from there because there's some stinkers in that first phase. Uh, Iron Man 3, 4 Dark World, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, uh, Guardians 2. Uh, let's see, what else do I watch? I don't think I've seen Spider-Man. Uh, four. Uh, You've Ant- seen Ragnarok? Yeah. Yeah, good. One of my uh, favourites. And Endgame. I went and saw Endgame in the cinemas. I reckon I saw Infinity War at the cinemas five times and I saw Endgame about three. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, um, five times for Infinity War with five different people. I just wanted to keep going back and finding people that had never seen it before 
and just watching him like almost cry when Spider-Man turns to dust is just the best. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Endgame I've, is such a masterpiece, but Infinity War is just that smidge better. Yeah. Um, and to think eight months later, one of the most questionable movies in a franchise would come out. Which one? Also from Disney, Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I've watched that. Um, <laughs> I didn't think much of it. <laughs> yeah, are you really into Star Wars, or is that just me? I think that's just you. I okay. own, like, last year during the first lockdown, I watched all the Star Wars movies for the first time. Ah, good on you. Yeah, uh, I'd only seen the original trilogy before. I hadn't seen anything else past that. And it had been a long time since I saw the original trilogy. Um, yeah, honestly, didn't didn't think the Star Wars movies were that great at all after re-watching them all and watching some of them for the first time. Maybe we can save this for another day and actually plan out when to watch all of them. Yeah, the course of a year. <laughs> that's a good idea. Because that's the only way I'm going to rewatch some of them. <laughs> uh, okay, Loki. Um, so because you're more familiar with the MCU than me, you're going to be guiding me for some of this. Uh, yeah. Who is Loki, and where does he fit within the MCU? Loki is the brother of Thor, the god of mischief. He is. Uh, uh, Thor is the god of thunder, and Loki is the god of mischief. Um, Loki, I believe, in the second Thor movie, I think it's the Dark World. Uh, I think it's actually the first Thor movie. He finds out his father is actually a frost giant, and his uh, raised father, the father that raised him, actually adopted him after finding him after a war sort of thing. And that is um, Odin is his father and Thor's father and Frigga is his mother, I believe. And yeah, it takes a lot from um, Norse mythology, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you got Heimdall and all that. Um, the Bifrost, that's... Yeah, like... I was surprised um, how much of this actually <laughs> corresponds with the most recent Assassin's Creed game that came out. Because <laughs> um, they've got all this stuff in there as well. Yeah. Um, I've only ever played the first Assassin's Creed and haven't really gone back to the series since. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, any of them, to be honest. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps telling me that the series does get a lot better after um after the first game. But <laughs> yeah. sorry to sidetrack. Yeah, so Loki uh as he says, as he is the god of mischief, um always seems to get in these situations where his family starts to trust him and then he betrays them. Because he's just mischievous. Um 
Man, it could take me forever to just go over his complete backstory, but the short end of it is basically Loki tried to take over New York by bringing in uh, these aliens. The Avengers beat him, and he gets arrested and taken back to Asgard, which is where his family's from. But in Endgame... The Avengers time travel to try to grab all the Infinity Stones. And there was a bit of a blunder which involved Loki. He was meant to get arrested and go to Asgard, but the Tesseract. Oh my God. If, seriously, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched any of these, like, why are you even listening to this? Because <laughs> it's just. It'd just be completely weird and foreign. Um, so Loki gets the Tesseract transports and creates a whole new different branch in the timeline, which confuses everything and was one of the big questions coming out of Endgame was, hang on, is Loki alive now? Because in Infinity War, Loki gets killed by Thanos on a spaceship after him and his brother blew up his home planet after his sister tried to kill them. My God, what a complicated backstory. <laughs> yes, those are the very uh, brief bullet points. So uh, this series, what sort of is, um, it picks straight up from uh, uh, Endgame, doesn't it? Yeah, after Loki disappears, teleports with the Tesseract, we get to find out where he went. Yeah. I, I really, really like this um this concept. Um it's interest interesting uh time travel and uh what happens and stuff. Yeah, and time travel's becoming such a big thing in the Marvel universe at the moment, so yeah. It's very intriguing to see like where all this goes from here. Have you read much of the comics of Marvel and that before uh, the cinematic universe sort of properly came about with Iron Man? Uh, I've read a little bit here and there through the Marvel Unlimited app, which is like an app you can sort of pay for, like a subscription service, and you can just read a lot of the back catalogue on your phone. Oh yeah. Um I did I did that for a few months. It was after Infinity War. After I saw Infinity War and I was like, I need to go like read the source material to fo- try to figure out what happens next because <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait a year. Um is time travel mentioned a lot in any of the comics that you uh seen? Uh, a fair bit, actually. Like it just sort of it sort of depends on the character. Like, um, like it's more so your sort of mystical characters, like your Doctor Strangers, your Loki's, your Thors, like the more spacey sort of magical characters. Like you're not going to have um, like a time traveling situation from like Hulk or like. Iron Man or something like that. Yeah. Typically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wasn't sure if it's been uh, widely mentioned in the um, backstory of the lore and stuff. 
Now, <laughs> this is um, kind of cool. Again, this is just sort of a, a brief thought because I didn't take too many detailed notes at all. Um, so it sort of starts, it sort of shows Loki getting the um, the Tesseract, the glowing cube. <laughs> yeah. And he he uh, trans, uh, teleports away from the Avengers and ends up somewhere else. Do you remember where he ends up initially? Uh, Mongolia, I believe. <laughs> Bit of an odd choice to end up. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really strange choice, and we don't even know what time he ended up in. I don't believe. But he's not there for too long, is he? No. No. Um, some random, like, doors out of nowhere pop up. Yeah. Um, at this point, he's sort of um, caught, isn't he? Yeah, by the... Um, well... I can't remember what they were called. TVA. The TVA, the Time Variance Authority, if I'm correct. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he gets taken into custody. Uh, He is unable to use his magical powers, and they have this collar around his neck, and if he tries to go after him, they can just quickly rewind time and put him back where he was, which is a pretty cool touch. Yeah, um, I thought this was a, a cool touch, and he's, like, sort of transported to this world where these sort of uh, guardians, like, it's explained that they saw all these different timelines and uh, then fixed time to one straight timeline to continuously flow and one about eliminating all these variants of timelines. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really interesting concept. I really, really like it from there. Yeah, me too, man. Um, uh, I think this was like, this whole storyline is really intriguing. I look forward to finding out who these, um, what do they call them the guardians or whatever. The oh, at the start, the three guardians who sorted out the timeline. Yeah, yeah. So I want to find out who these people are or beings. I guess they're almost treated like gods. And um, yeah. Oh man, we get Owen Wilson rocks up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Except he doesn't say it. Yeah, I know. I was really disappointed. You just go, just got to wait. It'll, it'll turn up. I'm sure. Yeah, they're going to build it up. Um, yeah, I'll admit I didn't recognise him at first. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I'm not really one to go and watch a lot of Owen Wilson movies. How dare you? Hey, he's a good actor. It's just. I'm watching a hell of a lot of wrestling. Yeah, that's true. Um, Not that there's a whole plethora of great Owen Wilson films, but he's had a few good ones. Ooh, what's one you'd recommend off the top of your head? Uh, Zoolander. Yeah, I think more of Ben Stiller in that. Yeah, I just love Hansel in it. Uh, His character of Hansel, I think, is great as... um, (laughs) 
Uh, I think that's Owen Wilson's best role. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. I just got a little bit lost there. Um, yeah, so Owen Wilson's uh, playing sort of what this detective is, like he's being put on trial for meddling with the timeline. Yeah. Uh, and, says that he can help him. Yeah, which which is interesting because at first you're like, what? Why? Like, why does he need the help of Loki and all that sort of stuff? And like, what is Loki's motivation to help him? And that all sort of quickly gets explained in this episode. And they did a thing with this sit-down sort of interrogation sort of style thing with Loki and Owen Wilson's character, which I can't remember the name of. Um, and they pretty much shown Loki what was meant to happen in Loki's timeline, which I was really hoping they would do. And yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of um, showing him what happened up until that point and what was going to happen. His name is Morbius M. Morbius. Oh, yeah, Mobius M. Mobius, that's it. Oh, yeah, what did I say? Morbius. Anywho, same thing. Close enough. Yeah, sort of um, explain to him uh, that he can help him and if it wasn't for him, he'd be erased from history when he was found guilty for meddling with the timeline. Yeah. Uh, Because there can't be two of him in the same universe. Yeah. Um, It's, it's a very, very good concept. Um, Anything here that you want to touch on before the, uh, before the cliffhanger, because a lot of this is um, sort of uh, world building, setting up, uh, this new show in the first episode. It does a really, really good job of that, though. Yeah, uh, one thing I want to point out is in Endgame, uh, when Tony Stark's trying to figure out how to build a time machine, he's uh, talking to Friday, his like, artificial intelligence thing. Uh, how about you make this pattern... Th- uh, into a different shape. How about you make it in the form of a Mobius strip? And I fe- find it quite interesting that this character is called Mobius M. Mobius. And the specific way that Tony Stark was able to figure out time travel was by using a pattern in which he called a Mobius strip. Probably so, another little nod. Yeah, so, like, there's got to be something to it with that, too. So, um, so Mobius might, there might be something a bit more to Mobius as well. Ooh. Yeah, I'm booked. I'm really looking forward to where this is going. Um, I don't have much more to say until the reveal, so if you want to do the reveal of uh, the cliffhanger for episode one or anything else, before that, you can now. Yeah, so quickly, um, most of the Marvel Disney Plus series so far have been getting released on Fridays, which I thought was great. 
But now that again, this is getting released every Wednesday, which has been a bit tough. Because it's like, oh, on Fridays, it was such a good thing to end the week with. Like, me and Eliza would, like, get pizza or whatever delivered on a Friday and then watch, like, WandaVision or Falcon or whatever. But now it's on a Wednesday, which is quite a curious choice. But it could be worse. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we watch it as soon as it's up. Usually, okay. like usually, like six thirty, six o'clock on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I think that one I watched around eight o'clock, so I'll probably be doing the same. So I have dinner first and then watch it. Yeah, and um, so the big reveal here is throughout the show, like we're seeing little hints of this big bad character doing all sorts of evil things all oh, over. Oh, um, before that. I just realised. So Loki's sort of hesitant to help Mobius and then uh, he gets away from all the investigators and goes back to the interrogation room and sees the clip of him being killed and that's sort of the turning point to him wanting to help. Yeah, and what triggered him to wanting to watch that was him going into the room where they confiscated his... um tesseract and realizing in the cupboard was just a whole heap of infinity stones from different timelines and uh in marvel mcu lore like if you have more than one infinity stone on the same planet like it's really combustible and dangerous and stuff so for him to see all those infinity stones just sitting in the drawer here which was like such a marvel thing to do to like for the past 10 years like a big serious thing has been trying to get all these infinity stones and now we're past that phase in the marvel storytelling saga that now we're just treating it like a joke like oh yeah no they're all just here in this random desk (laughs) um it's such a marvel thing to do i love it and um and wasn't there a fake Infinity Gauntlet on um, Thor's homeworld as well? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Hela uh, just knocks that over and just goes, fake. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Actually, okay. yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Watch it, people, if you haven't seen it. It's probably my favourite. It's just the funniest anyway. Um, so... All throughout this episode, there was all of this uh, big bad stuff going on, evil things happening, people getting killed, all sorts of stuff like that. Agents getting, TVA agents getting murdered and all that sort of stuff. And it's all about trying to find out who this series big bad is. And the big reveal at the end of the episode is that it is another timeline of Loki. Yeah, shocking. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I was really curious, too, and I like it. I like it a lot. Because Loki's, like, one of the most in-depth, like, 
Like, you you humans heard me. I was struggling to tell his whole backstory, and I left so much out. Like, he is the most in-depth, most complicated character. So when they killed him off in Infinity War, it was kind of sad because, like, oh, we won't get him again. But now we've got him again, and now there's two of him. So there's at least a 50-50 chance of us getting a low-key moving forward past this series. Yeah, you see, when you go one-on-one with me, you got a 50-50 chance of getting Loki back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, it was probably the most predictable thing to happen, and that's why I didn't think of it. And then it did happen, and I was like, that's really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, and yeah, I'll be watching next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah, I'm very keen. Uh, from when we're recording this, uh, we've got about 24 hours until the next episode drops, so very excited. Not that anyone's counting or anything. No, no not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically, it'd be about 26 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I suppose this, to me, is very uh, in my sort of, uh, what's the word, um, fandom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, time travel. Yeah, yeah, not only that, but the, um, the TVA's, like, headquarters, office, station, building, whatever you want to call it is very 1960s inspired looking. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. And I big loved time. that. Yeah. It's um it's not only that, it's scaled back so it's not this big grand over um uh ominous sort of structure while he's in the courtroom it's like this simple sort of thing and then when the um the agent saves him and he goes out outside the courtroom and he looks out the window and he sees like the whole city and how big it is it's like wow <laughs> wow oh, <laughs> but um yeah this to me had a lot of um dr hill dr who sort of feels to it yeah uh yeah tva is sort of like um in dr who they've got the uh off the top of my head cia the celestial intervention agency basically doing the same thing trying to keep the timelines in check the doctor who's uh class of people um time lord again is supposed to be somebody who watches over time doesn't interfere keeps the timelines in check so there's that as well yeah. uh uh has some someone else accompany him the doctor does that there's rogue people who want to mess up the timeline so yeah and it just yeah it was really really good show even for somebody who has watched the marvel movies maybe only once or twice and sort of has a grasp on what's going on overall that was really good and i haven't watched the other two marvel tv shows at this point but yeah i picked up on that straight away yeah Definitely. Um, yeah, I do highly recommend you. I think you would find One Division interesting. Go watch that. 
Um, it can be quite confronting at first because you're like, what the hell's going on? But just give it a chance after the first few episodes. Yeah. Uh, um, you, you really got to stick in there for the ride with WandaVision. So, yeah, go watch it. Just for fun. This is the thing that I really like about, um, uh, what do you call it? The MCU, how everything is interconnected. It's all one yeah. big continuation, like, um, the TV show, sometimes the characters will pop up as background players in the movie. And yeah, uh, that's what I love about these TV series on Disney plus it, it gives, um, like the less, the more background characters, like your Falcons, your winter soldiers, wonder vision, um, to a lesser extent. Cause I don't really think Loki has been a background character, but Loki as well. I think Loki's been pretty front and center for a lot of his stuff. But um, yeah, it gives these guys a chance to really shine and add some more depth to characters so that when the bigger movies come out and they're in the background, you're now more invested in what's going on, not not in the foreground, but also in the background as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm really invested in this series. The thing is, <laughs> um, moving away from the Doctor Who talk, because I could talk about time travel, da, 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 about that for ages. Um, the thing is, you have Marvel. Do you know off the top of your head when the first Iron Man came out? 2008. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you have that come out in 2008, and... Then you have the <laughs> the Star Wars sequel trilogy that comes out about uh, roughly about 10 years later off the top of my head. And this has a 10-year uh, end goal story across multiple movies and TV shows. And you have Star Wars that struggles to put a free movie story together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely crazy what they've been able to do with the MCU, man. Like the the amount of movies, like the amount of time it's taken. Like I re- I specifically remember going to the cinemas to watch Iron Man One with a bunch of mates. And at that point in time I was like, oh, I don't want to watch a stupid, nerdy superhero movie. And then, like, I remember watching it and thinking, like, oh, it was okay. Like, I wasn't even blown away by the first Iron Man. It wasn't until, like, a couple of years ago. Like, oh, gosh, we're going on almost five years ago now. I started dating Eliza, and she was a huge fan of the Marvel movies. And, uh I've really gone off topic here, but I'll just can quickly finish this up. Um, so Eliza was like, oh, there's a new Guardians of the Galaxy movie coming out. Let's go watch it at the cinemas tomorrow. And I was like, is that the movie with Batista in it? Yeah, I'll go watch that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, do you have the first one? Let's go watch the first one. So she pulled out a DVD of the first one. We watched that. And that was it. I was hooked. 
in the MCU. <laughs> so even though I went to the cinemas and watched the first Iron Man in the cinemas, that didn't hook me, but Guardians of the Galaxy hooked me in. And then I went after seeing Guardians 2 at the cinemas, which admittedly nowhere near the greatness of Guardians 1. I went back and watched every Marvel movie like over the next few months after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is a lot of investment in those. And as you said, some of the phase one movies don't hold up as well, but they were trying, they put a Hulk movie in there that. <laughs> it's not even on Disney did. Plus, I don't think. What, Hulk? Isn't it? I don't know. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. <clears throat> yeah, there's a phase one section on Disney Plus that's and these are the movies that are listed in it. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. Where's Incredible Hulk? <laughs> exactly. That's how bad it is. They don't even put it on their own thing. Can you search for it? And let's search. Unless it's like yeah, done. there's there's just a whole heap of like cartoons and stuff. Uh, oh, some of the it's anima- distributed by Universal. Maybe that's why. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. I know that the Eric Banner one is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> the only good thing about the Eric Banner one was I, I actually went and saw that. Yeah. I saw that in the cinemas. Um, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but if it was at the cinemas or if it was at Kmart after the cinemas, but I, I came out of watching the first, like, Eric Banner Hulk movie with the giant Hulk fists. Oh, like, the God. giant. The giant foam fist. I got those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they'd make the noise, yeah. Um, yeah, it must be because it's on a different uh, distributed company. It's Universal, and the other ones are either Disney or um, That's odd. someone else. That's real odd. Uh, it must be on Peacock, NBC Universal. It's on the cock. Very good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm not looking that up. That's going to take too much time on here. But, yeah, I, I like how... Jeez, that is so bad to think. When Disney brought... Oh, that's a discussion for another day. But, yeah, Star Wars, when it uh, got taken over and how it... Didn't have an end goal. <laughs> no, um, no, it didn't. Because you, you said you saw them. Yeah. Uh, so you've seen the original trilogy. Yeah. New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, prequels, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, and- I'm, I'm going to annoy some Star Wars fans out there, but... For the longest time in my life, the only Star Wars movie I ever saw was The Phantom Menace. <laughs> it's good. It's got Darth Maul. <laughs> well, I remember having a toy bloody double-ended lightsaber thingy as a kid. 
just because I thought Darth Maul looked cool. Yeah. Uh, what about the sequels? Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <sighs> okay. If you've yeah. seen all that, we can save this for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've watched them all. Um, I think the best thing Star Wars has going for it is The Mandalorian. Yeah, everyone says that. Yeah. Oh, Sasha's in that. How yeah, big is her role in that? that? Um, I haven't finished the second season. I... I actually think I need to restart watching the second season so because it's been so long since I watched the first episode. So, yeah, I don't know how how big of a role Sasha has. But, yeah. Fair enough. Ah, um, I suppose then, uh, Loki, episode one from Marvel Cinematic Universe Television Phase 4, two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Two thumbs, two big toes. Fantastic stuff. I I love this. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I've watched and I've gone, can I watch the next one now? <laughs> Which doesn't happen with a lot of things. It's it's yeah, it really hooked me and it's really good. Yeah, um to anyone that hasn't seen much of the Marvel stuff before watching Loki, there is like specific movies you should probably watch beforehand maybe watch thor watch the first avengers movie watch thor 2 thor 2 is a struggle sorry for making you watch that but it will pay off in the long run dark world <laughs> yeah like dark world oh okay uh, then sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's a actually the first one's more of a struggle because of bloody Hemsworth's eyebrows. You so, leave Liam Hemsworth alone. All right, but I'm all right. I'll leave Liam alone, but let's go back to talking crap about Chris. <laughs> you leave me alone. <laughs> uh, anyhow, Chris uh, Hogsworth. Yep. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Uh. Yeah, there's not much of the low-key arc in Ultron, so you could probably just watch the first three Thor movies, watch um, the first three, all three Thor movies, the first Avengers movie, watch Infinity War and watch Endgame. And then watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> it's a, yeah, you could watch that. It's fun. <laughs> the Ant-Man movies are probably the easiest to watch out of all of them. What are some of your favourite Marvel movies out of the lot? Ant-Man, because I actually went and saw that one in cinema. Yeah, man. It's so fun. I I love the heist sort of theme to it, how it's like a bit of a heist. Um, Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, I've seen... I didn't go and see anything from Phase 1 in cinemas. I saw Ant-Man from Phase 2. And Endgame from Phase 3. Also, Guardian movies. They're really yeah. fun. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, has there been any Marvel movies you've watched that you didn't particularly enjoy? No. I mean... You watched all of Phase 1? 
Maybe Hulk, but again, I haven't seen it in that long. Yeah. I, I actually like the bad guy in Hulk, how they have the other dude that mutates into a giant monster called the Abomination. They should bring him back. Yeah. But yeah. I think Hulk's just been relegated into a, a background player now just for the Avengers. Yeah, which kind of works, but... Yeah, like the Hulk movies just don't draw well at the box office. No. So, so maybe they do like a Disney Plus series for the Hulk. Maybe. Down the road. Oh, uh, well. Why See, do all the. I, yeah. Why do all the Spider Man movies have the name, uh, the word home in them? Uh, because Spider-Man was, like, owned by Sony for so many years, and now they're, like, like Spider-Man, like, being back in the Marvel universe, the first movie back, they call it Homecoming, is sort of a wink and nod, like you're back from Sony. Oh, so but this is like a Vince thing. Yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. What about the next four movie? Yeah, Love and Thunder. The big rumour about that. Well, it was actually announced at the press conference that there's going to be a new Thor. Like, not in the sense of they're recasting the character of Thor, but a new person will inherit the gift of the Hammer of the Gods and stuff like that. And I'll just leave it at that if you haven't heard the announcement. Ooh. Um... Is Batista going to be back for Guardians 3? Yes, that was uh, getting filmed in Australia earlier this year. Ooh. I suppose yeah. that and... Uh, I think... The Fantastic Four is something I'm really curious about. Yeah, they've done that twice. and <laughs> tried to do it twice since I've been alive. The last time they tried to do it, they didn't even do a Stan Lee cameo. No, no, but at least this time it's under the Marvel umbrella and the other times that was owned by someone else, I think it might have been Sony or whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things coming up. Uh, if you scroll down, is there more of the future stuff? Yeah, yeah, there's the room of Deadpool's jumping over to the MCU. Um, Ryan Reynolds is going to be involved in that. Uh, yeah, a new Captain America film coming because of the events of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'll leave that at that. Um, yeah, do they have the list of the upcoming Disney Plus stuff? Uh, yeah, I can bring that up for you. Shooby dooby whoop whoop whoop. Upcoming TV. There you are. Yeah, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she Hulk. So they're going to do She Hulk, which might mean, yeah, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk character in the Disney Plus series. Um, yeah, there's some real interesting stuff coming up. Uh, in particular, the What If series, which is just a bunch of hypotheticals. Like, oh, what, yeah. if, what if um, 
Spider-Man's Uncle Ben lived and his auntie died instead. Or, like, what if Iron Man never got on that plane and went went over to the Middle East and, and then never had the accident that caused him to have to create the suits? Stuff like that. So it'll be like an animated series, but like an adult animated sort of thing, which will be fun. Doctor Who did uh, that. They called it their uh, Unbound series, and they did as radio plays. Oh, that's cool. So it was like, uh, what if the Doctor didn't turn up in the 70s and instead arrived in the 90s? So yeah. missed two decades, and how would the Earth look? Yeah, right. So they're all like unconnected from uh, like current events, but it's like a, a what would have happened if yeah. series. Yeah, so that's kind of what they're going to do with this what if thing. Um, oh, that's 10 episodes too. And 10 episodes of She-Hulk. I'm uh, more excited for the one under, uh, two under She-Hulk. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special should be fun. <laughs> um, give me Carrie Fisher singing Christmas tunes to Ewoks, damn it. <laughs> I haven't watched that before, but I've heard about it. I've heard about it. It's bad. Yeah, I've heard it's horrible, but I've got morbid curiosity about it. Oh, they're doing a second season of Loki. That's cool. Yeah, it must have got pretty good reviews in the the less than a week it's been on to already have been confirmed for a second season. Yeah, well, they haven't announced if there's going to be a second season of WandaVision or a second season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah. Well, although, like, as we said earlier, there's going to be an untitled Captain America film coming up soon, so... Maybe, yeah, that that all sort of leads into Falcon and Winter Soldier becoming their own thing for the big screen now. Man, I miss cinemas. I haven't been to one since last February. What's a cinema? Yeah. Last thing I saw was Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn? Yeah. Ooh. It, it actually was pretty decent. Whilst we're discussing comic books. DC Universe. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, not the same. No, Can they you... tried so hard. I, I watched that... Uh, I watched that fucking Snyder cut. Oh, How long's it go God. for? Four and a bit hours. Four and a... Okay, Endgame was, it... I think, three hours. Yeah. Okay, for me, that was pushing it. <laughs> but it had been earned because it had been built for, like, a decade across, across it like, is, 15 films. It is such an easy three hours to sit down and watch, though. Easier than Raw. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Snyder Cut took me, like, ten times. Like, ten sittings. Took me so long. Like, I admit, it was so much better than the original version, but if you have to double 
your movie length time to tell the story you wanted to tell, it means you're trying too hard to tell a complicated story. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty long. Yeah. You're just going to look something up. Uh, let's have a look at old Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Director's cut for Fellowship of the Ring, three hours, 48 minutes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Return of the King, four hours, 11 minutes. Two Towers, three hours, 43 minutes. First Hobbit, uh, three hours, two minutes. Um, I don't dispute. There's probably a lot of good content in there because uh, the free... Lord of the Rings books are um, like really big books, but The Hobbit is shorter than The Fellowship of the Rings as a book. Yeah. So I don't think The Hobbit struggled to be stretched across three movies. So I don't know how much more an extended cut adds. No, um, not at all. Um, yeah. Lord of the Rings, I think because you're only ever going to do three movies of this and it is such a big book, an extended cut warrants that. Um, standard length is what? Oh, well, that didn't help. Uh, standard length's probably about the same time. Yeah. Oh, shush, Benji. Uh, that was Cadus, the naughty boy. Benji's like staring at Cadus, like, wh- why are you trying to get me in trouble, man? Oh. Benji, good boy. <laughs> Come yeah. back inside, Benji. Yeah, sorry. But I think, like, the problem I have with the DC universe is it keeps feeling the need to recast the Joker and the Batman yeah. and half their other superheroes. And it's like, Pick a team, sign them into a multi-movie deal, and stick with it. Yeah. I'd rather see Jared Leto play the Joker three times and go, you know what, it was the wrong choice, but at least we're trying to continue with it. Exactly. Like, stop recasting Batman, too. Yes. Ugh. Like, Batman and Joker is probably my favourite movie superhero pairing. But, yeah, we we need to just just pick a goddamn team and go with it, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Man, bring back George Clooney as Batman. Uh, sure. Yeah. I love the George Clooney era of Batman films. Is that what's part of DC films? Is that what they call their universe? Yeah, the DCU. Uh, DC Extended Universe Films. Yeah. Okay, let's see. What is their current plan? So it was Man of Steel. Yeah. Then Batman versus Superman was your second movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's like doing like, oh... Here's Iron Man. Now here's the Avengers. Uh, Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was pretty good. Yeah, Wonder Woman was alright. 
Suicide Squad had its moments. Uh, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, or whatever the alternative title is, Harley Quinn, something, something. Oh, uh, yeah, they changed the name of it, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, 1984, and then as a separate entry, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, I I haven't watched Wonder Woman 1984 yet, but I'm sure it's probably really good. Mm. Um, Shazam's really good. Highly recommend that. It's a fun, like, there's lots of jokes and stuff. It's a bit lighthearted. So, Did yeah. You... Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I just... Yeah, what was the alternative name for that stupid movie? I believe it was, like, The um, Emancipation of Harley Quinn or something like that. Uh, oh, there's a new Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Who's that guy on the, on the left with the metal plate on his head? I don't know. I'll have a look. Um, yeah, see so if, then... See if you can find out what his name is. Black Adam, The Flash. Flash movie next year. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, and then a second Shazam movie. Yeah. Uh, well, as... Black a- Black Adam is the Rock, which will be interesting. Do you have any idea what no. that property is? No idea. Uh, Harley, uh, <laughs> Birds of Prey, and the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. The fantabulous emancipation. <laughs> I love that they just made up a word. Well, I've heard that word before, but it's not a real word. I love it. Yeah, though. it's with the lady Fantab- who used to do Big Brother, but does psycho readings around shows. Fantabulous. Oh. No? No. So you figured out who that is? No. Uh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one Ceno. Yes, well, it's John Cena in a mask, so that's one Cena. I've seen the ads for this Suicide Squad. It's it actually, looks like looks, crap. Oh, okay. I was going to say it looks fun. <laughs> I think it looks fun, but it's like a John Cena movie with a lot of needless dick jokes in there. Yeah. It's so weird how, like, John Cena's become the... The punchline guy to bring in for movies now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you, like you compare Rock and John Cena, and like you can never see like Rock like coming in and just making dick jokes and being made a fool of in movies. Except for like that that one movie he did where it was uh, what was it? Get Shorty or Be Cool or something like that. Where no. it was fantastic. You know what's a really good movie of his? Saffron Tales. <laughs> I haven't watched weird it. weird as fuck. I have not seen it. How the hell is Batman vs. Superman rated R? <laughs> what? What? The ultimate edition of Batman vs. Um, Superman might is be like rated a... R. Might be like a DVD version or something. 
like the only movie I could think of that's rated. And so is Birds of Prey, apparently. Yeah, I can see that with Birds of Prey. Because they, okay. they let the swears fly like Deadpool's rated R. Okay, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, The Rock's in on his production, seven bucks there. Well, this has really gone off the rails. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I suppose you can say where we're going next, and then we can wrap this up. Yeah, we are going to jump in a bit of a time machine. We're traveling back to the 90s, and we are going... Uh, we're going back to watch Australian Gladiators from 1995, season one, episode one, because why not? Do you know any of the Gladiators in this? I believe uh, Vulcan is in this season. And who is that? Uh, uh, he ends up... He's running a wrestling school at the moment. Of, they just call him Vulcan. Um, I remember watching this as a kid. Yeah, he's, he's the dude with the dreadlocks. I'm trying not to get cancelled here. Uh, yeah, I may know who that is. I'll have a look at that later. Anyhow. Yeah, oh, this was so, filmed in Brisbane? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, so Vulcan is John Saru. He is a Fijian actor and former professional wrestler trained by father and son, Boris and Dean Malenko, at the renowned Malenko Wrestling Academy in Tampa, Florida. He's best known as Vulcan in the Australian version of the TV series Gladiators. Ah, there you go. Trained by the Malenkos. What, he was in a Bond movie? Yeah, yeah. I do remember him in Fat Pizza as well. As Yeah, as the um, Lennox Lewis sort of knockoff. Mm. Um, Good for that guy. Yeah, I used to think it was the coolest on Gladiator. Um, I can't remember if season one has Mike Whitney or not. I don't think it does. What is the host? Yeah, is the host or a ref? I think he was a referee for a few of them. Uh, uh, where's host? No, he's not. Yeah. The host is um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was on a lot of TV back in the nineties. That could be anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could even be Mike Whitney, to be honest. Um, who dares wins, man? How oh, that get... guy. Yeah. Ah, that was a cool show. Your friend's dared you to jump out of this helicopter for ten thousand dollars. Nope. Nope. I won't do it. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. The friend gets ten thousand dollars or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what we should watch. What? Around the twist. <laughs> that, that's a good idea. That's a genuinely good idea. Do you TV, think like <laughs> TV Oz style? <laughs> Do you uh, think Jonah Rock was like sitting in Adelaide trying to come up with a new gimmick name and 
he popped on an episode of Around the Twist and was like, yes, Bronson, that's it. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I think it's entirely possible that Jonah Rock came up with Bronson Reed because of Around the Twist. I have to look that up now. I don't... No, their last name's Twist, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Bronson Twist or something like that. Uh, Such a good kids show. Also, very questionable episodes that probably won't be a kids show nowadays. No. No, that that show genuinely terrified me as a kid from time to time. Uh, Where are the cast oh no the main family's gribble I thought they might have been Reed yeah there you go Bronson Twist ah well oh man where would he have gotten Reed from uh who knows (laughs) yeah hang on he's Adelaide isn't he so it's got to be some like footballer with the last name Reed yeah, there is. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. We're going down the wormhole now of yeah. Australian TV shows from our childhood. Yeah, we should probably end this episode. It's been fun talking to you humans, but uh, if you want to get sidetracked, why don't you hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Style. Search Bay up on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at Fruity is Alex. I forgot there for a second. And you can find Chris at? At I am Chris Funder. See, I don't forget. Ah, I very never good. forget. Never forget about anything. I always remember. Anyway, now, you can go and listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, as well the weekly Wrestling Rap Wednesdays on YouTube and using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Have you ever, ever felt like this? Strange things happen when you're going round twist.